Hi everybody and welcome to Did You Bring Earplugs? It's a musical misadventure with me and my name's Julian and who are you other people? I go by Michael. I think I'm Sasha. And my American given name is Jillian. What is your, uh, uh, can you take us through some of your other given names? Yes, in uh, Poland, mm-hmm. I'd probably be Dvizikowska, but um, that's where my past, and that's where I'd like to leave it, so. Right, because you had read in your ledger, so you left that life behind. Yes. Understood, understood. Now, can you take us through some of your taken names? You've already let us in on your given names. W- what were the names that you took? Um, I did go by Blitzkrieg for a brief amount of time. It does mean lightning war. When you were, um, when you were part of that, that action squad. Yeah, well, I gave it to myself in high school for the football field, so. Okay, mm. all right. Um, yeah. Is there any more to that story, or are you just going to leave that out there and kind of cultivate some mystery? I'm just going to leave it out there. I was the kicker, though. I do want people to know what position I played um, <laughs> and from what end of the field the lightning war came from. Gotcha. So Jillian will be known as Blitzkrieg from now on. Um, <laughs> and on this episode of did you bring earplugs featuring uh julian sasha mike and blitzkrieg uh we're talking about our favorite <laughs> nope that's not how i phrase it in my document we're talking about songs we've gotta have on a road trip mix uh it's still summer apparently and we are missing out on some of the best summary activities because of this thing that's currently happening in 2020 uh so we figured we'd you know n- participate in a little bit of the joy that comes with uh with taking a road trip actually you know come to think of it we're getting some of the good stuff from a road trip obviously some of the good stuff we're missing as well like being able to go places with people but we're also avoiding some of the more painful aspects of a road trip um you know having to pee in uh uh, you know rest stop bathrooms um that's really the only thing that I could think of. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> songs we've got to have on a road trip. I'm going to go left to right in the order of people that are on my screen. So, that means, Sasha, we're starting with you. Whoa, okay. Ooh, damn. Press a tent, press a diamond, whatever. Um, so, the song that I chose is Roadhead by Japanese Breakfast. The song appears on Soft Sounds from Another Planet, which is their second full-length album um, released in 2017, though it did, it does appear on an earlier release called American Sound um, by some of Japanese Breakfast's early work. Um, was- Michelle Donner once said that the song was about someone who told her that uh, they didn't think that she would make it in music. Um, so I guess the song isn't necessarily a spirited road trip song or like a playlist song, but, um, no, in fact, it's a little sinister. It and is a little, little I mean a lot. Full of sin. Um, but <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess for me, 
Um, the imagery reminds me a lot of like late night drives, you know, the turnpike exits, the lightless miles of big rigs. Um, the lyrics are very sparse, but it, and it has a very dreamy quality to it sonically, as a lot of this album does. So I guess it just reminds me of like late night drives on the highway. So maybe this is one of those wind down road trip songs, mm-hmm. like um, where you're just getting to the end of your drive for the night or whatever. And instead um, of the ones that pump you up to keep driving. Totally. You know, I can all. totally imagine this song coming on and like everyone else in the car is asleep except for the person driving. Hopefully yeah. the person driving is not asleep. It's, yeah. it's tough yeah. to maintain trajectory that way. Um, but then like you see like, you know, like an, an Arby's or somewhere that you want to stop and you're like, you know what? Yeah. No one else is awake right now to tell me what to do. I'm going to fucking stop that Arby's. Ooh. I'm going to regret it five miles down the road, but I'm going to stop <laughs> at that Arby's. Yeah. They got the meats. Yep. It literally just hurts thinking about that, but in a good way. And I don't know why my brain immediately conjured, immediately, immediately conjured like the worst, like road appropriate fast food, like the hardest to eat. I think it is. Yeah. Just, fo- just slathering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, folded, oh, yeah. folded meats unspooling in front of you. Oh, it's a real nightmare. Disgusting. Yeah, um, and and as soon as you said road hat, like that that melody just got into my bones. And it's like it's yeah, vibey. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very vibey, and those harmonies too. Oh, mm-hmm. Love those harmonies. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, and before, but before you ask, no, I have not given or been given Roadhead. Mike, I'm sure you, Mike, where are you at? Sure, you're curious. Come through, um, Mike. Give Sasha life experience. Not quite yet. <laughs> um, a little more challenging for the opposite sex. That's all I want to say. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I guess it would be a little difficult. Just make the effort, Mike. You look like a like a flexible person. <laughs> I'm a big dude. Have you seen him? In the <laughs> we have? He's a long dude. He's so long. Like his body would not fit. I would, it wouldn't work. I would have to have contortion skills for that to work. Yeah, and he doesn't. Well, I do. Start start stretching. Limber up. Start stretching. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it for our next Go stretches before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, speaking of the 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 melodies, it's it's great. If you know a couple of people are still awake during this this midnight drive, uh, you can get some get some harmonizing going. It's great. Mm-hmm. It, and like yeah. the the rhythm of it almost sounds like a, a running engine the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just got that da 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 da. It's like mid tempo propulsive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I really like it. Nice. Yeah. All righty, Mike. Yeah, so um, my song has probably been featured in a car commercial. I would just assume it has. <laughs> I feel like it has, actually. Um, but I listened to it a lot, like in college and on uh, a road trip specifically. Uh, my song's Listomania by Phoenix. A listomania, think less but see it grow. Like a ride, like a ride, oh. Not easily offended, not let it go. From a mess to the masses. Which um, it's you know a fresh take on new wave music. It's a really catchy track. It's fun to dance to. Um, it's a tongue-in-cheek uh, song to like first heart heartbreak songs and 
19th century romanticism, which the song references Franz Liszt, uh, who was a famous 19th century composer, pianist, conductor, and teacher. Um, and just that was kind of the belief back in romanticism was how your first love would break your heart and it just affected you the rest of your life, you know, and people would be sorrowful for decades over that. Um, that, is, that is such, that is so, that is such to that. dire high school bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like it, it just reminds me of any movie where, like, you know, the 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 core couple of a of a romance or romantic comedy meets in like second grade, and they have like a fleeting interaction, and then cut to twenty five years later, and they still remember this as like the this the seminal point in their life, and they've hung on to all these. It's like no, people don't hang on to memories like that. Yeah. I mean, romantics do, but hi highly romantic people do yeah yeah but it's a fun song a uh, great song to listen to in the car highly recommend that's the I'm one sure heard it. also now, side note um big fan of list over here if you want to hear a banger by list listen to un suspiro it's the most romantic piano song you'll ever listen to if you're just trying to calm down at the end of the night throw that bad boy on if you're trying to wake up in a nice sort of way i put it on sometimes it's just a beautiful song, beautiful piece. High, highly, highly recommend. And that's been our new segment, Jillian's Classy Corner. Let's do it. Now, okay, so for the listeners, the, a clip of Listomania played when Mike said the song name, but for those of us on the call, that's the one that goes, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, the only risk Now, Mike, I love this choice It's a really upbeat song It's a great daytime driving song The only issue is When that thunk -a -thunk -a -thunk -a -thunk, I feel like If I was really focused on driving Or zoned out I would be like, oh my god, is something wrong with the car? <laughs> yeah. yeah Oh, I got a flat Do you guys not hear yeah. the thunk -a -thunk -a -thunk -a sound? <laughs> Sounds like someone in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Somebody oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Or or someone is uh, cape fearing. You know, like like hanging yeah. on to the bottom of the car. So then yeah. so then that leads like like I start panicking. I force everyone to pull over. Um. You know, like like everyone pulls over. Everyone everyone for a three mile radius. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm 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 really like harried and like like sort of just running all over the place. And we're in the middle of nowhere. Cut to we all get murdered. So you know, yeah. th th thanks Phoenix. I was trying to live past my thirties, but apparently not. This is no. an airplane. This is a dark uh, road trip. Dragon <laughs> bodies, bodies in trunks. Yeah, you know, Al Pacino's <laughs> hanging onto the bottom of the undercarriage. <laughs> all righty, uh, Mike. Anything else you want to say about Listomania? Uh no, you can skip their music video. It's very cheesy. <laughs> it's so quintessential, like two thousand mid to late two thousand uh, like indie band music video. Like it's so it's like any Yeah, it's it, very grainy, out of focus, artsy, but in uh all these camera angles, they're sitting looking looking out the window singing sometimes. Yes. You know, one of them is doing a silly dance in the background while the others are yeah. being serious. You know, there's all those things. Yeah, someone went wild with the after effects filters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or just bad filming and then of course there's a crowd at the end singing the song and you know at a show Oh, because that's where the whole thing was going you know uh, uh, the, the thing i love about like 
that structure, that quote unquote narrative structure to music video is like, wait, so was the crowd waiting there? Are they only getting the last 30 seconds of the song? Cause like, yeah, th- like it, it seems like the band came on stage and then they're like, all right, and, then, were, and now we're done, I guess. They were playing it and then they stopped it at, you know, just before 30 seconds of the yeah. end of it. They let everyone came in, everyone come in and then they continued yeah. right from their spot. And, and then they kicked them out right away. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was over. It's, you got 30 seconds. It's the famous uh, 30 second concerts hosted by Bud Light. All right, Jillian. <laughs> yeah. What is your song that you must have on a playlist that is featured on a road trip? It sounds like a, an award category at like the Oscars. <laughs> Best song that must be played during a road trip. <laughs> But like it's the technical Oscars that don't really yeah. get the popular telecast. Yeah. Yes. Um, for me, oh god, I take a lot of road trips now because of COVID. I've been going home a lot. Mm. Um, because I'm within driving distance, thankfully, of my family. Um, and we're all very careful, but it's nice to be able to see my nephew grow up. He's oh. a little baby. Oh. He's so cute. Um, and so I've almost gotten to see him every month he's been alive, with the exception of a few, like in the very beginning of the pandemic, we were all in lockdown. Anyway, I've been going on a lot of road trips because driving to Detroit takes about five hours. So I make a lot of playlists. And that's a different sort of road trip playlist, right? Mm -hmm. The one that you make for yourself versus the one that you make for one that you're sharing with other people. So I was looking at it through that lens because that's what I miss the most during COVID is going on uh, big road trips with a bunch of people. And for me, the songs that have to be on those playlists are ones that you have to be able to like point at the driver and like mouth every word to uh-huh. like you're like singing it to them the whole time and the people in the back seat are doing the same shit like i love that so um i picked heart to break by kim petrus uh, and when you touch me i'm a fool this game i know i'm gonna lose makes me want you Petrus is like a, a bop queen. I don't know if anyone else listens to her. She's uh, on the spot at least, but I'm a fan. Um, she is from Germany and she came out with a bunch of good hits in the last like two years. Heart to Break was the first one I ever heard. And I've taken many little trips to Mitzwa just listening to that with my friend Alex. So. <laughs> That's normally what we put on. That's the first thing I thought of. Nice. So, uh, it, it, so I, I think you might be right in that uh, maybe we don't have a lot of Kim Petras fans in the house. But uh, if you were to liken her to another artist, who would that be? She, well, I had a runner-up, which was uh, "Run Away with Me" by Carly Rae Jepsen, and I think those one two of my nominees. Away. Yes. Yes. If you like uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, I would listen to Kim Petras. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now, now, what is the status of Kim Petras? Uh, Kim Petras acquiring a sword. Is there a, a similar, you know, social groundswell movement? <laughs> Probably. She's like always ready for battle. She's got a hell of a voice for being like just a, another little like pop queen. A waif. Like I, I've listened to her like like in these like different YouTube videos where she'll uh, play to small crowds and stuff. 
Um, and she sings just as great live as she does like with all the production behind her. So yeah, I'm looking forward to a, a nice long career for her. She plays a lot of pride festivals. She's a queer icon. So big fan, big fan. Nice. I'm looking forward to checking that out. And sorry, yeah. what was the song called one more time? Heart to break. Heart to break. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, uh, much like Jillian, I, I was really considering, you know, what what the elements of a good road trip song are. Um, you know, and, and obviously, there's a lot of room for for there's a lot of wiggle room, but I wanted something that was uh, like well known ish, or at least you know has a, a familiarity about it. Um, you know, something I, I went more the the daytime route, whereas Sasha went the nighttime route. Um, something that's not too long. You know, you don't want to feel you don't want feel you don't want people who don't know the song to feel like they're trapped inside of it, which I feel like I've been on road trips and been trapped inside of songs that I didn't know and it was not pleasant. Um, yeah. And then something to you know maybe energetic to get you over those over those humps, which is how I arrived at uh, "Modern Love" by David Bowie. This is uh, one of the singles from his 1983 album, Let's Dance. Um, super fun to sing along to if you know the lyrics. I don't really, really even know all of the lyrics, but like like the important ones, you know, like like the, the marquee lyrics, uh, you know, you can sing along to. Um, mm-hmm. There's also some, some fun background vocals that people can join in on. Um, uh, like a lot of the songs that we've been talking about, I think probably Listomania is it's probably it's it's its closest rhythmic brother, but, um, it has, it has one of those propulsive rhythms, um, you know, pretty, pretty basic, pretty essential, but really gets you going. And if you just don't know the song at all, which you have to have heard to by osmosis at this point in your life, yeah. listener, um, assuming you're, you're more than like one year old. Um, but if you don't know the song at all, still fun to sing along or fun to dance along to, you know, in the backseat, get a little, get a little, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's it's jaunty. It's a nice jaunty, get you down the road, road trip song. Uh, yeah, and I think that's it for songs that we gotta have on a road trip mix. <laughs> uh, does anyone have any uh, road trip horror or triumph stories they want to share? Oh, I got a horror story for you. Oh, Jillian, lay it on us. Oh my God, <laughs> strap in, folks. Here it comes. Um, one time I went to Hollow Weekends at a little place called, um, oh my God. Six Flags? What? Six Flags? No. Oh my God. Cedar Point. Cedar Point. Holy oh, home. Cedar Point. Duh. That's the one that's by oh, my amusement. hometown. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in Michigan, if you're going to go to an amusement park, you go to Cedar Point. It's like an hour, like a two hour drive. If I'm remembering correctly, it can sometimes be like an hour 45 if you drive fast. I don't know. Anyway, um, I had never gone to Hollow Weekends before. It's like a big deal because it's like less of a pain in the ass. It's not like a thousand degrees outside. You aren't mm-hmm. stuck inside like a park with everyone else who's summer vacationing there. Um, and they turn the whole park into like 
this really cool spooky zone. Anyway, I drove down there with a car full of people, like a very old car that I thought was going to break down. We got stuck in so much traffic. Every single highway we went on was like backed up and it took us five hours to get there. And we left at like 6 a.m. or something like that. Now, normally, how long would this drive be? Supposed to be like an an hour and a half or two hours, something like that. Yeah. So um, we finally get there. We have to like stop and get sandwiches because you never buy food in the park. It's too expensive. Of course. Um, And we get into the park and it's like all the way like it might have taken more than five hours. We got to the park pretty late. It was like noon or one Mm. or something like that by that point. Um, so like a lot of like the prime hours are gone and we, we waited in line for one of them. Every single ride we waited in line for, took at least three hours. And I was like, can we stop doing this? Because like, I think there are other rides that have like way less, you know, lineage. And I would rather just ride a ride to ride it at this point Mm -hmm. than ride like a really big one. But the people I was with were like, no, no, we have to go to these. Gotta do the eviscerator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like the oldest ride in the theme park. It, it still had like wooden planks on it and Man. stuff. Um, Those things are like, always fuck you up. Always fuck you up. And we were waiting in that one for like three hours again. And they kept the ride kept breaking down. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, let's leave. And they're like, no, no, they'll fix it. And we'll get to go on it. Well, finally, like. Oh, so, sorry, sorry, folks. Uh, we keep um, people keep on people keep on getting final destination. Out here yep. on, on the wooden <laughs> analyzer. Um, we just got to keep up the... It's like a weird <laughs> southern Australia. We just got to keep up the body body cleanup. Um, so please bear with us. Okay, thank you. Yeah, human version of a beaver is like talking to a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we finally get to ride the ride. We get off of it. It's like 9 or 10 p.m. or something like that. And we're like, all right, let's like call it. This was a shitty trip. We rode in total four rides. Four rides. We drove five or six hours there to ride four rides, and we're like, let's just cut our losses and head home. So we walk across the park. We get back to the car, and we're like, man, something's really eerie about this parking lot. What is it? And then we realized uh, that Aside from the, the Halloween spookies. Yes. yes. <laughs> we realized that all of the cars were parked in a line to get out of the parking lot, but all the cars were turned off. And then we realized that um, there was a line from the expressway entrance. Oh all the way to the my God. And that they had to shut something down because there was just like way too much city. So we weren't going to be getting out of there for a few hours. People were bartering oh. for water and cigarettes. Like people with babies were like, we need water. Does anyone have We need milk? cigarettes for my baby. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. She likes mob bros. Yeah. Clovers, all right. Um, so finally, oh my God, we're just waiting there and waiting there. And finally we get to leave at like two or three. I think it was like 3 a.m. or something like that. We finally got to drive out of the yeah. park. Um, and everyone, like all the people that I went with, I was there with like a few acquaintances. I like knew one other person really well in the car. And they're like, all right, well, good night. This one kid volunteered to drive back. We're all exhausted. And I was like, Wait, so no one's gonna stay up with the driver because that's like recipe for not disaster. A good idea. Yeah, this kid's exhausted too. So I stayed up with this stranger to me, and I asked him literally every question I could think of for like the two-hour drive home. And uh, and you've been married for thirteen years. 
we have we have three children two dogs and a cat um but yeah by the time we got back to like where we all like parked our cars to leave um it was 7 a.m the next day so i'd been 24 hours for for four rides (laughs) damn that sounds like a nightmare wild it was so bad. The man, uh, the yeah. sinking feeling that you get, that like sinking feeling of dread that you get when you know that you're essentially trapped at a place for for a prolonged period of time is is really terrible. Uh, yeah. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me. Uh, um, some. Um, anyone else got stories they want to share? Nothing I don't, that'll hold nothing, a Yeah, nothing that horrible. But I would just <laughs> say that we've driven all the way from Ohio to Miami once yeah my family drove like everywhere um miami was like with with three with three cheerins in the car four Woo! wow at that time we were like i was like 12 my sisters were teenagers but yeah i mean that i think that's almost worse because we like the angst that we all had that's just a lot of child up in that car you know (laughs) yeah yeah that's Um, like you're, you're stopping for pee breaks every 15 minutes yeah yeah, my dad loved to drive for some reason. Oh. I think we drove all the way straight to Atlanta and wow. then took a break and then drove the rest of the way to Miami. Wow. I, I, I like that your your dad, though, is like, I know this is essentially a recipe for disaster. <laughs> we are essentially putting four uh, small, you know, explosive propellants inside of a pressurized container. Uh, but we're yeah. going to do it. We're going to cross multiple state lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a trooper my dad was. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I won't belabor the details of the story, but uh, the first time that my, my high school friends and I drove to San Francisco, made the drive from Southern California to Northern California, um, we were we we kind of set out um, early evening, so we were driving well into the night. Um, this is like a I think maybe like a six seven hour drive, um, fuzzy on the details, but we're passing through this sort of like sparsely populated plains area and and again late at night like we're all probably a little delirious and this what i can only uh, uh, identify as an unidentified flying object starts like swooping in these really like intense maneuvers like right over the highway i mean so so from from our vantage point what we could see was just like a long wingspan and then lights along that wingspan and and it was doing things that like a like a jet wouldn't be doing like this was some sort of like low, you know, like low elevation sort of craft. Um, and then it like flew around and then like flew off into the distance. And like, yes, some of us were on some, on some, you know, soft drugs, but like nothing that would signal or, or, or bring on like a hallucination of that detail. Um, yeah, it was absolutely nuts. And then just, just to, just to cap off, <laughs> that stupid trip or, or as we're pulling into San Fran, um, uh, my high school friend, Alex is driving and like, we're, we're talking or something and he's just totally oblivious to what's going on in the road. And it's just like, like flies through two red lights <laughs> and we're like, yo, you just flew through two red lights. He's like, what? God. Yeah. Big old idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're alive. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just barely. All right, folks. A boy, a big old idiot. What? Uh, So every week. I said a boy, a big old idiot. Yep. Yep. (laughs) What's happening? 
I'm I'm still that boy. Uh, folks, every week we give you a little bit of homework for you to take home with you. I mean, ostensibly you're already in your home. Who knows where you are or what time it is or anything. Um, but we call this segment Songs of the Week. Um, we'll go in reverse order, so I'll kick us off for Songs for the Week. Uh, my song for the week is... And this is a mouthful. Will I get canceled if I write a song called, quote, If You Were a Man, You'd Be So Canceled by Illuminati Hotties. Uh, this is from Illuminati Hotties 2020 album uh, that also has a real mouthful of a title called Free IH colon This Is Not The One You've Been Waiting For. Um, if that all seems very intentional and pointed, that's because it is. Uh, so Illuminati Hotties is currently or formerly on the label Tiny Engines. And when Tiny Engines was faced with some controversy a little while back, um, uh, Sarah Tudzin, I believe that's how you say your name, uh, who is essentially Illuminati Hotties, um, basically wanted to... Uh, get out of her contract and because there were some issues with the second or the album that they had readied uh, basically it led to her not being able to release the album um, and also not be able to profit on it so uh, to sort of circumvent Tiny Engines in some way she like wrote and recorded this album over the course of a very short amount of time and then just like sort of pushed it out as a stopgap. Um, I'm not exactly sure how that affects Tiny Engines or anything, but it was sort of a cool punk rock move to do. Um, this song is sort of a mission statement for the entire album. It opens the album. It's le it's just over a minute, so it's like really, really gets it in there. Um, super bratty. Um, some fun, naughty wordplay. Um, it's it's like it's like a minute long song. Just listen to it. it what, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Just do it, Jillian. Yeah, uh, my song for the week is Dion featuring Justin Vernon by the Japanese House. I knew you were going to recommend this song. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I love people. <laughs> I love the Japanese house. I saw her two or three times last year. Every time better than the last. <laughs> um, but I'd been waiting for... She, she'd been slowly releasing songs from this uh, Chewing Cotton Wool EP. Um, and finally on the 13th released the whole thing. And the main single i think from it is going to be dion um it's so good it's just like the rest of her work amazing <laughs> um and i read um a blurb that she posted about it how it was um another like marker for her during her big breakup that she had 
I think in like the last two years, a really long-term breakup. Um, the lyrics are really poignant. She's so good at, she's just like such a wordsmith and then such a productionist, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm really amazed by her. And she took um, her, a self-portrait for the cover art. Um, she said she's normally pretty self-conscious in front of the camera um, and just decided to take control for this one and said as soon as she set up the camera, she immediately just like started taking off her clothes because it felt so natural to her. Um, and it's got, I think you can just see a nip in one of, in the main picture. Uh, Instagram has flagged it. So, you know, don't go rush to your phones, but oh. you can see it on Spotify. I'm so. already furious. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah, no, my inclination <laughs> is to put on more clothes when the camera's in front of me. Um, a Japanese house has been getting some, uh, some, some traction, some buzz, eh? Yes. Yeah, I think it really sucks. COVID sucks for a zillion reasons. But I always think about these like artists that were really gaining so much traction Mm. right beforehand. And 2020 would have like definitely been their year where they would have headlined or not headlined, but gotten some like really good like semi headlining areas and festivals and their own tours and stuff like that gone to bigger venues or better venues, you know, but. And now it's like, fuck, I, I gotta, think, I gotta uh, ask for my assistant manager position at dress barn back again. Ugh. I know. Uh, Julian, you're assistant to the manager at dress barn. Sorry. Oh. I always forget that. <laughs> Too big for my britches. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, uh, I feel like I, I keep seeing Japanese house pop up, you know, in, in, in my readings, in my internetings. Um, I, I think uh, I think she's still gonna have a good year. Yeah, I think so too. I think the musicians that have like really tried to make something out of quarantine and push themselves to keep creating, even though it's definitely not required of them, everyone's mm-hmm. going through the same shit. Um, I'm thankful for the ones that found uh, an escape in their passions and stuff like that. And uh, it seems like that's exactly what she did. So that's nice, good. cool, Mike. Yeah, my uh, song for the week is Little Death by The Bats. Your smile makes me weak and the red spreads to my cheeks You make me feel three glasses in You say my name makes the thought a little less My tongue becomes a little miss My lips are longing to confess Um, just kind of stumbled upon this track. Um, it's really catchy. It has rapid fire drums in there, um, but it's laced with beautiful vocals and backup vocals. Mm. Uh, has really upbeat guitar riffs that kind of alternate between clean notes and heavier, like sustained power chords. Um, it's just a really catchy track. Um, this song also has a crappy music video, like one that <laughs> nice. looks like an art, art student. Um, you know, it was their final project. She lights sparklers uh, in a visual effects, quote unquote, I'll call it a visual effects shot if you can barely call it that, uh, where she's like fl- going vertically in the air. Um, the song is really, really catchy, though. I would highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Do you remember um, they played the Logan Square Arts Fest? Do you remember that last year? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's how I remember this. That's where I remember them from. 
I, I remember them because uh, I was working a temp job at the time uh, uh, at, at which uh, I worked closely with a graphic designer named Beth. Um, and uh, I, the album that that's off of uh, Future Hates Me is also really, really fun. Yeah, um, yeah that's really good. Um, yeah, and they have a new one out um, mm-hmm. called something that I just forgot. I was literally just looking at it. Um, <laughs> Jump Rope Gazers. Um, yeah, oh. the best. I feel, yeah, I feel like they uh, they're they're kind of kind of scrappy. They're from Australia. Australia, yeah. Yeah. All right, little death right. by the Beths. We're the Beths. Sasha, <laughs> close us out for this installment of songs for the week. My song for the week is a song called "New Brighton" by Nakane, featuring Anone Anoni. Um, so this song is from the album You Will Not Die, which re- was released in 2018. Um, and if you don't know Nakane Torre, he's a queer South African singer with quite the life and career. Um, I highly recommend reading up on him a bit and listening to the song. It actually came up on um, one of my Discover Weeklies, and it's been like on my kind of my um, upbeat playlist, all my playlists ever since, really. So quick, um, it's very quick pro tip. Quick pro tip for people who are curious about Nakane. Don't just Google Nakane because the first hit on Google is a Spanish porn star. Oh, is that well, true? Well, yeah, I so, think I... So, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I Googled Nakane Torre, so I didn't see that. Um, but, yeah, so um, the song is primarily about the legacy of colonialism in, in South Africa, and he basically like wrote this song from this perspective of, like, um, almost a tourist, like sort of glorifying where he's from, even though, you know, it was, he had pretty, a tough upbringing. Like he grew up in a church and then he was excommunicated for being gay. And so, um, you know, there's sort of some irony in it, but I think it's also just like, in a way also like a love letter to where he came from. Um, so yeah, it's a great song. So dancey and boppy and he has a great voice. Um. Yeah. Nice. Love it. And th- this is featuring Aunt. Aunt how do you Anon. say? Anon. Um. Yeah. Uh, of 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 several Anon. things, right? Like of, <laughs> yeah. of being a sort of well-known musician with like yeah, a really I, operatic voice. Yeah. She. She. Wasn't she like a part of Anthony and the Johnsons or something like that? I. I that's where my brain went, but it, I was afraid that I was getting that association wrong, but that could very well be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. All righty folks. That's going to do it for us for this episode of did you bring earplugs? Our theme song is brought to you by Josh Stanley of the band Modaf. That's M O D A F F. And you can find out more about them at modaf.bandcamp.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can follow us on Instagram at D Y B E pod. Or you can email us at dybepod at gmail.com. 
Uh, folks, our, our Gmail is just full of notifications from Podbean and Spotify. <laughs> and I get, I'm getting tired of, of, of the excitement at seeing that there's an email in our inbox only for it to be another marketing email. Um, <laughs> so please break this trend, email us, uh, you know, just, just say hi. Uh, tell us about a road trip memory that you have. Tell us about your favorite road trip songs, not your favorite road trip songs, songs that you got to have on a road trip playlist. Uh, tell us what you've been listening to in quarantine. If you've not been quarantining, uh, tell okay. us why and we'll berate you. Um, but yeah, just uh, drop us a line, follow us on Instagram, give us an iTunes rating, etc., etc. All right, guys, I think that'll do it for us. So anyone want to say any more words before we sign off? No. All no. Right, guys. Stay safe out there. Stay sexy. No, I'm getting dangerously close to another <laughs> podcast logs podcast log line. All right. Well, we'll see you next time, folks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yikes! <Julian>. Yikes! <laughs> Yeah. A podcast that I have never listened to. I know. I can't handle that one. That's the only thing I know of it, though. That yeah. fucking podcast. And, and it's funny. Like, I can accept when people say, oh, I listen to my favorite murder. But when they self-identify as a murderino, murderino. that is a yeah. whole nother <laughs> level. Line. Yeah, I want to murderino those people. Yeah. yeah. yeah no thanks. No thanks. Now thanks. No thanks. Oh, thanks, so. I thank the stupid. Love. <laughs> <laughs> it's any older, isn't it? A little bit stupid, I thank, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's the post uh, theme song clip that we're going to include. <laughs> Bye, UK listeners. <laughs> <laughs>